because grandma was a gangster. She was. She turned to a whole stingray. Word. I was hella gangster. Who told her? She knew, too, because she had the big-ass stingray tat on her back. On her back. back. I was just thinking she that shit, knew. too. I was like, dang, she bro. She knew. She was like, I better be a motherfucking stingray. And I better be glowing. <laughs> <laughs> she was the biggest stingray in the lot, too. She was big. It's like, okay. But how I have, it was like lights went off, and then it was like, wings. Word. The like, way she came through. Like, what What? What just? She is like stingray she te- now. It was like she teleported from another like land of some sort. Like It was like, interdimensional stingray. <laughs> She had the Aurora Borealis on her back and shit. Where if you could transform into a grand animal, like if that was like a decision, like, yeah, you you still be, you know, you or whatever in the yeah. afterlife. But if you had an animal form, what would it be? It got a, it would definitely probably be something in the water, something majestic, some some old. Would it be a grand penguin? Nah, see, because penguins, even though they're one of my favorite animals, they're not like me. They're not like me at all. I say a orca is more like me. Okay, that's, One of, that's fucking fire. Yeah, like I, I always <sighs> like, or, yeah, because they're like, orcas can kill sharks. People don't realize that. Like, even though they're a whale, they have the ability to kill sharks. Big orca. Yeah, dead ass. And they, because they, they move in packs. Orcas move in packs. So they'll jump you. And they smart. They're super intelligent. Like they're one, they have one they, of the. They kill a whale. It, they have the one of the, one of the deepest, like interconnecting languages for like like uh water species like them and dolphins mm. like the way they communicate with one another is like some of the most advanced communication there is that's crazy so, yeah, so I, always, I always love i always love orcas and they look ill like they're they're they look so sleek like most whales you can tell like they're just all you know majestic and cool and they eat herbs and shit and grass and little minnows you could tell the killer whales with the shits if he gotta be that's fucking crazy <laughs> what about you what you think i would see if we ain't talking mythological yeah then i would probably have to say it's it's i got a lot of i got a lot of uh i wanted to say i would be a wolf that makes sense but i would be a, a giant fucking white one either a giant white one or a giant black one or i could change makes sense you know because a wolf is it can travel in the pack, but it also can operate in its in its own. Yeah, being a solo, like, but you just, don't want to fuck with no wolf. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just be chilling, you know. Yeah, chilling. until until Shit somebody encroaches off. into your territory, then it's a different story. That's perfect. I think that's the perfect one. And I'd be like one of them big ass ones, like from Princess Mononoke. <laughs> Yo, that's exactly the, what I was thinking. Just in the hood, just chilling. Like, that's what's the up, first y'all? First thing I thought when you said wolf, I was like, "Yup, one of them." Like, oh, who who is he? A wolf, you, a wolf, you know, you it's right on his back. He yeah. got yeah. <laughs> it's me, baby. You need a ride? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dead ass. We gotta go 19th Street. I got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We gotta go across the water. Don't worry. We know a nigga that's an orca. Mm. We straight. We gotta connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely gotta. Connect. Then we, need to, we need to fly. We got the carrier pigeons too. Yo, <laughs> yo, I would. I, we gotta ask. Oh, he be. He probably be some crazy. Cam. Oh my yo, we, god! I can't wait to see what Cam gonna say. It's gonna be something crazy. Yo. <laughs> Note to self: On next episode, we gotta ask them what their spirit animal would be if they, if they passed on to another world. Right. Oh man. With that being said, welcome. No, 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 no. No. Hello. It is I, Anthony D. Graham, D as in Devil Trigger, and I am the head boss at the camp. Step your training up, and I would like to introduce 
my representative in the wrestling game with the flames and the chains. A couple of eagles and bugs. <laughs> my boy, my man, C. Ham, the champion. You can't spell champion without C. Ham. We in here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My representative, my client, the illustrious Devil Trigger. That's right. That lets you know that we here on another session of To Be Continued. Up, bang, 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 bang. It's been a little bit. It's been a little bit since we dropped a To Be Continued episode. I think it's because we've been talking so much about video games. So much relevant shit has been happening in the video game world lately. It's hard not That's to talk facts. about it. That's facts. Like, so much. But today, we're going we gonna to kick it a little bit different because when we're recording this, this the day before Father's Day. Hey, shout out to all the fathers. All the fathers. Mm-hmm. For all the pops up there. Mm-hmm. All the pops in heaven Appreciate y'all Yes that's facts So we just gonna do a little bit About the relevant fathers in pop culture Because whether we thought about it or not A lot of these dads that we've seen on TV And read about in comics and stuff like that They help raise us mm-hmm. They help They help instill some values And some morals into us Just from us having contact with them every day From whatever you know avenue of media it was Right right like honor Discipline respect mm-hmm. you know just being firm on just just being what a patriarch is, you know, a true uh, man, yep. you know, stepping up to the plate and just taking care of the responsibilities, sowing the seed in earth, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, this episode is whose dad is better. My dad can beat your dad in a fight. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your dad? No, <laughs> that's the first insult kids had. My dad will beat your dad. So what you going to do then? Mm-hmm. You gonna call him, call him right now. Mm-hmm. Call your dad. Yep. Nah, man, that'd be funny. What if we had like, what if we had like a gauntlet of, like the dad gauntlet, dads versus dads, no, that's pop culture dads versus dads gauntlet. What you mean? We should do that. No, nah, what you say? We should. <laughs> nah, it's like that. The dad gauntlet. Nah. All right, nah. Let's, let's pick. All right, let's pick a starting five of dads for our dad. Gauntlet. Oh, you want to have a dad versus dad shit? Let's just do it right okay, now. Okay, all right. Let's up? have an impromptu dad versus dad gauntlet real quick. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. You got your first pick. Oh shit! Yeah. Wait. Okay. 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 Wait. Let's let's set some parameters first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's that? Where, like, where, kinda, where can it be? At okay. It could be a shows? dad from a TV show. It could be a dad from whether whether it's animated or live action. It could be a dad from a comic or a cartoon or video game. You know, any source of pop culture media. My first. And it doesn't have to my be my first contra pick. My my first controversial pick for dad. I know a lot of people gonna be like, "Why you pick him, Goku?" Hey, I'm big Goku. Hey, I have valid points of why he's a phenomenal dad. Talk to him. Well, um, Goku, he uh, lays down his life to save the Earth. Facts. Which the planet that his son lives on to go to school. Mm-hmm. So imagine if uh that guy blew up the Earth. Gohan would have never learned no math, no nothing, and Gohan, there would never be no other sons. Right, and he would never allow his son to like grow up and be himself mm-hmm. let alone he realized that you know and i understand we ain't gonna get into that but <laughs> i understand why people will be like oh yeah you know goku's a bad father okay goku was with gohan since birth till like age four and that's when dragon ball z came out mm-hmm. he introduced his son to everybody else yep. piccolo only raised him for a year yep and Let's talk facts. He didn't even really raise him. He, he dropped him, him off in the forest. Yeah. And he just trained that whole... He didn't really have... You feel me? Yeah. The whole entire time, though. 
Who was everybody waiting for? Goku. Mm-hmm. Wanna know why? Because not only did he stand up for everybody and everything on earth. All the dads. And I know he liked to fight and stuff like that, but he ain't got to. Mm-hmm. He ain't gotta do that. Yeah. He ain't gotta he do that. He could be the strongest man in the world and just chill. Right. Right. He could just go off and like you say, like if he liked fighting, I don't want to fight him. No. But he realized some shit wrong. Nah, I ain't standing for that. Especially if it's Gohan. He fighting for Gohan. And then he expect, and I understand people be like, well, he sent them off in the cell and stuff like that. First of all, boy, mm-hmm. Goku was doing this. He ain't had no choice. And you going this is what this is what it is. I know they might finish me, but you gonna be the next in line, and they not gonna ask if you ready or not. Right. So you got to be ready, regardless if you want to read a book, be a mathematician, an orthopedist. That's what he wanted to be, Gohan. You know, <laughs> and shout out to Gohan fans and stuff like that. But yeah, stand up. Goku, he made Goten too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He out here, he making babies, protecting them, protecting the earth, protecting that, the world, protecting him, all the dads. Let him train. <laughs> let him train. He protecting all the dads in Word. history. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right, I got a, ra- I got a random, I got a random dad. Okay, go ahead. My man Marlon. From where? Where are you talking about? From Finding Nemo. Oh! The lengths my boy went to to get his son. He just as powerful. I don't care about nothing. Yo, when you talking about going to the greatest lengths, 525,600 minutes to get to your child, that's Marlon. Marlon the Clownfish. Like... That that's that's what makes the ocean is big as fuck. The ocean is vast. Yo, the ocean is like space. Like how how did he as a clownfish? One of the most meager fish there is in the all in the entirety of the aquatic world. Like, how did you find in Sydney, Australia? Come on, man. Or wasn't it there? It was. Okay. It was in Sydney, Australia. Oh my like the lengths my boy went to to get his son. That was incredible. Come on. Now that's that's now that's a dad I inspired to be like. Okay. You know like, what? That's good. Legendary dad status for my man Marlon the Clownfish. Why you why you do that? All I'm t- I'm, right. I'm just saying, I, man. I, no, because I said Goku. I understand. That's some crazy. It's some legendary dads out there, man. Listen, all right. You got that. You got that. You got that. <laughs> Who you thinking? <sighs> I, I pull up a little list. I pull up a little list. You know what? I'm gonna go with Uncle Phil. Come on, man. How can you not? Mentioned the great Uncle Phil. How come he don't love me? And then what? What? One of the, if not the greatest scenes of like that that era ever. Right. Like in, in show history. Right. And like I still see memes and gifts of that to this day. That had to be like a good 20 years ago. That shit was crazy. Like, like even thinking about it, like just from a sense of when he said that to him and then he was like, nah. Without words, he said, no, but I love you. Exactly. And just held that, man. Just That was a real moment. And not like only just culture and history, but like in black history. If you want to call it that. Truth. Because think about it. If you break it down in a further, like a more deep point, that's not his kid. It's not. not, That's not his child. mm -hmm. He had children of his own. And he took just as good a care of them as he did Will. Right. But I always felt like he understood that Will needed a little bit more mm-hmm. because he was lacking in areas from his upbringing. So right. like you could always see in their relationship, yes, they did have that comical banter back and forth where they clown with each other. Right. But in my brain, that's how they show love to each other. Mm-hmm. And then it was that moment, how come he don't love me, when they really let us show, like, let us see, you no know, Uncle Phil really loves Will. And that was the moment where it was like, whatever they say to each other, 
look, look what's going on right this now. This is what's happening. Like, and the reason why that man was hard on him because, like he said, like they always been at odds, but that's what every parent is with their kid. Mm-hmm. So that's how you knew that he gave a damn. Yeah. When he stuck up for him when he was in jail, and him and Carlton was in jail, they was facing racism. Yep. You know. That's when, that's one of the greatest shows ever for like the way it addresses address things that people went through on a, on a daily basis and just personifying it in a way that anyone that even if you've never experienced that you can understand you can understand somebody going through something like that mm-hmm. or a time when will got shot <laughs> or when they went camping Bruh. and they thought they was gonna be stranded out yo that, yo all right go ahead what you Ex- got purely expecting greatness out of your kids and then acting accordingly like that's uncle phil for you bro. that's facts that's facts now what, what you got what you got man all right, I don't, want, I don't want, I don't want nobody say nothing about my son Homer Simpson. Okay, nah, that's respect. Cause, cause he, he do the damn thing. He may, he ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. He not, but I don't think you could really question his fatherhood, his care for his children. Even though him and Bart be going at each other, they be literally fighting each other. Because that's him incarnated. <laughs> that's the the mini version of him. I think it's, I think it's. I think it's metaphorically speaking as like artistic view. The reason why you see that mm-hmm. is because that's what I think parents even go through. Like, yep. even, like I want to just choke the shit out you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yep. but you seeing that and it's a cartoon. It allows you to escape the parameters of regular reality and the propaganda to challenge the mind to see just like the, the, the whole entire aspect of what it is to be a parent yep. or just, what it is to be a human being to be subjugated to not got to go to work at a power plant. But why? I, he got these kids on his wall. Yeah. You know, that was crazy. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like th- those are subtle details that let you know, like how much these characters mean to one another. Mm-hmm. Like he could have a, a million other things up there. He, you know, Homer Simpson love his donuts. He could have had a picture of donuts. He up there. He could have had Duff beer up there, but he got his fam. Right. Like there, there, I think the Simpsons as a show always did a good job of like letting us know how important Homer was to that family, like yeah. to the Simpsons family in general, because mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of what went down and a lot of stuff that they achieved wouldn't have been even, even when it was like sometimes these harebrained schemes that he had, like they would always end up shifting it into a, like a positive light and it would never go that way if it wasn't for Homer. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Like, I, no, I, always I, respect loved, that. I always loved I him. Like, that, that was my, that's my guy, Homer Simpson, right? Homer J <laughs> who you got? Uh-oh, uh-oh. He said, it's time. It is time. Who you got? From the stars, he came through to the afterlife, man. From the pride lands, fam. I'm choosing Mufasa. Come on. Stop playing with him. He lives in you. Yo, sound though. <laughs> Not he lives in you. Come Not on, fucking man. he on. lives. Come on, man. Yeah. When I hear Mufasa, that's what I think. He lives in you. Talking to his son from the stars, mm-hmm. you Come know, on. that was actually one of the first movies I went to my, with my dad to go see. Yep. And like me and my dad always, I, that moment is so crazy to me when uh, Simba got on Mufasa's back and they was looking at the stars and he was telling them about like just the, the circle of life and the vast yeah. knowledge and wisdom of what he's learned and accumulated just being the, the king and the guardian of these lands. And yeah. Just like a father and son talk, you know, make just him crazy. understand the importance of where he is and what he comes from. Right. And just like, 
<laughs> no, my bad, y'all. Kyrie singing. Yeah, her Kyrie was song in the right background. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like just like the lessons that he was teaching in exchange, and then when he passed away, but still came back, was like, boy, this is your destiny because mm-hmm. you come from me, because mm-hmm. you come from us. It's like always that that lurking overtone where it's like, you know what, you can't forget about you can't forget about what's good, man. I didn't go through all this and die. Right. For you to not carry on our lineage. And he ain't just and and this is how you knew that Mufasa was a solid dude mm-hmm. or a lion or whatever. He didn't even speak wrath or hatred upon Scar. Right. He just told his son that you need to go step up because Scar doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And you need to go step up and claim what's your rightful place. Yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need to handle that. But I'm not telling you to seek vengeance for me or I'm not telling you destroy to destroy him. I'm not telling you to hate nothing. Nope. I'm not telling you to do it because he took this from you, this, that, and the third. I'm telling you to go correct it because you knew why you couldn't become king. Mm-hmm. You knew why. Maybe if Scar was more, you know what I'm saying, Pre- presentable as in his view of the world, you know, because yeah. he was smart. but it's Extremely smart. But just too jaded in a lot of things that just wasn't a good representation and moral character or with the circle of life. Was was a was what it represented? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. So, absolutely right. So Mufasa and them big move. Mm-hmm. I got one. Mm-hmm. Now this name specifically may not stand out to a lot of people in the outset because there's a moniker that this gentleman goes by. Okay, but his name is Daniel Hillard in the film. This sound familiar. And he's played by rest in peace one of the greatest actors and voice actors of all time, Robin Williams. Oh, that okay. is the man that played Mrs. Doubtfire. Do you remember okay. that movie, Mrs. Okay. Doubtfire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, those yeah. out there that have never seen this film, basically, uh, the character played by Robin Williams mm-hmm. is going through a divorce with his wife, and they're going through a custody battle with their children. Mm. So all he cared about was doing whatever, literally, whatever he had to do, whatever hoops he needed to jump through to be around his kids. Right. That's just fucking, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. He may not have, you know had the best jobs or like, you know, done it in the best methods. But like the, the underlying factor was, look, man, I want to be around my kids. So he went to the extent of dressing up as an old woman to be the nanny of his children, a hired nanny, Miss Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. So he goes, That's respect. Th- yo, he goes through another one. It's like, just like with Marlon, the great lengths he goes through almost being caught, like, yeah, you had to disguise yourself disguise as a whole <laughs> another being, even to be a woman. Like, yes. even, like, no matter how people feel about that, but, like, it was, like, I need to be around my kids. And yeah. I don't care what it would take. I'm going to, like, pretend to be an old woman that take care of them, but at the same time, I'm I'm still here. I don't, and he is, was still instilling the values right. and the important things of, like, like, with the scenes that he would have with his son, even mm-hmm. though he was portraying an old woman, you could tell that he was like, look... I'm, You're a boy. Mm-hmm. You got to work like this. You got to move like this or else this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And like, I always loved the way that he still tried to sprinkle his influence in there of himself mm-hmm. while being Miss Doubtfire. That's and like, crazy. just, the, you know, and the way that the story ended up turning out was amazing because he ended up having the chance, you know, to be around his family again, even though him and his wife were not back together, but they made a situation that worked. And he got a better job. He got a great opportunity. So that was the main thing that was kind of keeping him from his kids. And when he was able to do that, I was like, dope. 
I always loved that movie. Like that always like rung, rung true to me. And plus, Robin Williams did such an amazing job on that film. Right. Like his ability to portray a character of any sort, be it animated or real, is just legendary beyond belief. But yeah, Daniel Hillard, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. But we got two more, I think, my, my or one l- more. I got, I got. I'm on four. Okay. Bet. And then, then I'll be on five. So my last two. Bit controversial. All right, all right. It uh, wouldn't be us without controversy. But I'm choosing for the fourth pick in the father and them squad for the youth Baptist church. Hoop <laughs> on the other side, rim. Get up on other life. Pastor pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. For Andy back Octus youth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Scorpion. Ooh. A Tori Hanzo. Talk to the people that may not know a little bit about him. Scorpion, the specter, well, basically, he gave up his life to protect his lineage, his family, everything he loved, all that. Shiro Ryu stand up. Get over here for all. (laughs) But pretty much, he was casted into hell on some trickery through Quan Chi. This mm-hmm. is some spoilers and stuff like that. So he was casted into hell and stuff like that, but pretty much he disguised himself. Quan Chi disguised himself as Sub-Zero uh, at the time. Bihan. Yep. Uh, came over there, destroyed everything, killed his children and his baby mom. Dang. What? Scoundrel. And then did it in front of him. And then killed him. And his vengeance was so strong. My man's vengeance was so, so ethereal that he was like, I don't care what is happening or what is doing. I'm finna come back as a hell specter and basically whoop this motherfucker's ass. I appreciate the vibes. For my son and for my, my baby mom, for my daughter, for all my kids, for all my clansmen, mm-hmm. for everything. Mm. I'm I, and then had a redemption arc where he now works with freaking his little brother, you know what I'm saying? Behind's little brother, Kwai Liang, in the uh in the Lin Kuei. This is all Mortal Kombat talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, he didn't became human, he didn't revive the Shirai Ryu, and then he died. Spoiler again, but then his past self went on the other side again. To be on the good team, you know, Earth realming them. And then he got his redemption arc again. Double redemp. For his children in there. Redemption song. They already died. He couldn't protect them and save them in this life. So but he came he back. Them the next. He said, hey, you know what? He made a couple <laughs> mistakes along the way, too. That's deep. But like just still, like, you had that much love to come back in the afterlife and be like, you know what? I'm gonna be a dude with a flaming skull. Like Ghost Rider or some shit. And I got chains too. They come out with spears. Get over here. Eat chain. Yeah, fourth pick. All right, so my fourth pick. Uh-huh. All right, I, I was wrestling between, you know, a couple people, but I know exactly who my last two picks going to be. Okay, okay, but okay. But this number four pick All right. has a particular set of skills. Oh, my God. No, this thing so not Liam Neeson. Come on, man. Wait, wait is, it gonna, is it going to be the same skills? Guy? Brian Mills. Okay, Brian Mills. Taken. Okay. All right. When I, come on. The first time I watched that movie, 
No, I had no, I had no like, I never saw the preview. I didn't know the backstory. I knew who Liam Neeson was, so I knew what to expect to a degree from acting chops. But then I was, when my dad described it to me, he was just like, this man hunts these people down for taking his daughter. That's all he told me. And I was like, okay, I'm already intrigued. Let's watch it. Mm-hmm. So we watching, and he gets to that that epic phone scene. I got a particular set of skills. And I'm like, oh, he not fucking playing. Like, this man is going to desecrate everybody. I got immediate, like, Punisher vibes. Like, he about to, like, get everybody. And he proceeded to do so. Made sure his daughter was safe. The way he talked her through it when she called him on the phone and he was talking to her and telling her like, yo, stand her to bed, be quiet, low to the ground, listen for this, pay attention to this, anything to give him like any sort of way that he could find these motherfuckers. And like just all, that whole sequence right there, like that, like 10 to 15 minute sequence was just like, this is the most legendary dad shit I ever seen in my life. Like, this is crazy. Like, I could see my dad going wild like this, like. When in a moment like that, like when you see that, how could you not be inspired by his no, that's fact. his degree to you? Because like he was retired, he was right. retired from that. He didn't want to do that stuff no more. He told him on the phone what he was gonna do. To him. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was like, listen, man. Basically, he was like, I don't really do this no more. <laughs> but I'm gonna let but you I'm know. But I'm about to listen. Listen, if y'all don't give me my daughter back, that's y'all ass, basically. Like, and you can do whatever you thought you was gonna do. I'm gonna find you. Alive, you can go to whatever country you want. I'm going to find you. Even if she is alive. Stop playing. Man. Don't you do it. Don't All come. Right. <laughs> don't come for the man with the particular set of skills. Don't come for Brian Mills. Children. Don't you do it. And he did it two more times because they took his wife and all that other stuff in other movies. So he, he said, what? come back. So he was Scorpion in real life. What? He was like, I'm coming he said, back. Didn't after. I tell y'all about my particular skills? <laughs> you ain't learned from the first set. But yeah, that, that's my fourth pick. Who you got? Who you got for your final pick? Ah, see, I had to change it last minute because yeah. I thought about it. Because okay, my my almost last pick was gonna be Darth Vader. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna be like, because mm-hmm. he hurt. Because I don't give a fuck. He Darth Vader. He a dad. He came to the scrap. He heard that motherfuckers was scrapping for, and you had to be a dad. So he just came here. He was like, "Yo, I'm here for the dadness." But I changed that. Because if it's anybody who came to so that the could scrap, be your honorable, that could be my honorable mention. But anybody who came to the dad scrap to fight because he a dad is Kratos. I don't <laughs> care about. <laughs> Touch my hand right now. <laughs> oh, I thought about it. I thought about what? it. Yeah, big crate, big ash. Oh my goodness. Uh huh. Yeah. Teaching uh-huh. teaching his son the way. Big three hundred. <laughs> teaching this. <laughs> big for Sparta. No more though, because he crashed that shit. Oh my god, he blew up every. Listen, for when that game when that game came out, can we just talk about the amount of memes and gifts <laughs> there was? Like, I thought it was never going to end. Like, <laughs> it was a, it was lingering for a really long time. Listen, boy, put on a blaze of chaos back on his lifehood. He said, <laughs> on some Hulk shit. Yo. Like, where were they at the whole time? They're always with me. I just ignore them. Oh God, Kratos! <laughs> when I I just imagine they're I not, not there. How did I not take Kratos? <laughs> because I thought about it. I was like, yeah, son. I was like, yeah. If I was like Darth Vader, oh, because Darth Vader, you know, he wasn't a good dad, but he wasn't. But at the end, he did what was right a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? He and he had his his full circle moment. And it was like it was weird. Star Wars is weird. And I was just gonna be like, yeah, Darth Vader come through. You know, Darth Vader loved to fight, scrap. You know what I'm saying? He coming through with the 
and he a dad. So just because all the, I heard dads was here fighting. Mm-hmm. Dads might be Jedi's. Finna kill. I'm a dad. I respect <laughs> it. But as soon as I thought about that, who coming to the dad fight to scrap? Nah. Kratos for Kratos sure. Kratos games. For sure. I was like, wait a minute. No, I think Kratos deserves Legendary this. Sony dad. <laughs> on the cross. Died on the cross button for Stop us. playing with him. <laughs> he said, hold on. I got to get the blazer cap. Wait a minute. I thought that they were destroyed. Nah. Open mm-hmm. the box. They're there. Always been there. I just ignore them. Incredible Hawk style. Oh, I love that. Uh, so I got my I got my honorable mention. I got two honorable mentions because mm-hmm. two of the greatest depiction of movie dads, in my opinion, ever. Okay. John Q. Okay. And, oh, stop playing. Oh. Yep. And also Will Smith in um, Pursuit of Happiness. The dad he portrays in there. I forgot. I forgot his name. He's always just a dad. Good dad in general. That's just the thing that really stood out in that movie is just when you're when you're moving in a way that your kids don't know that they're poor. Like, he tried to normalize the things that they were doing so he didn't know that he was at a disadvantage. So, like, that was those were things that I didn't acknowledge until I was a grown man and watched the movie. But, like... That's strong. It's, it's super strong. It's like, you know what? Yeah, we may be riding on a train. Yeah, we may be sleeping out here. But, you know, I'm going to make a game out of it so, you know, my son doesn't feel like out of place or like he doesn't belong here I just, you know that what? shit was super deep to me i have like a like a strong case to just say that's just will smith and i agree like because he's amazing with his kids and and then like just the two of us remember the video yes or getting jiggy with it yep. or was it going it, it was just the kid. two of us yeah mm-hmm. and then that's he his had first his kid son. on uh on a board on his video i think when it was dancing and stuff like mm-hmm. that so it was like some type of video like he and then he raised you know Jaden. Mm-hmm. And um, and Willow. Yep, legendary children. So I, Will Smith is probably just like uh, extremely amazing dad, just in general. Uncle Phil has passed down his right, <laughs> passed down the lineage to him. But excuse me, the dad that I'm gonna mention, okay, isn't technically a dad. Okay, but in my eyes, he's a dad because I think about it like this: even though. My older brother and my older sister are from my mom's previous marriage. Mm-hmm. My dad raised them. Mm-hmm. So he was considered their dad, even though he didn't par- participate in their birth. Right. So this person, I feel like he's one of the most important dads in the history of pop culture, but he doesn't get recognized as, as such because he didn't physically birth this person. Mm-hmm. Alfred. Oh, God, quit playing. Get Alfred Pennyworth. On the side. On the other side. If anybody came to the dad scrap, Alfred, Alfred came too. Come on, man. He, if you think about it, when, his, when, when Bruce's parents died, who was the only person there? Alfred. Alfred raised, he helped him become a man. Oh, so, what? And he helped him become the, the king crusader. Like, not just any man. So, like, I would argue that his influence... Without Alfred's upbringing, he would have never been Batman. Mm-hmm. On top of that, like, he the only one that could talk to Batman any type of way. Truth. He, he could rein him in. He could tell him what, what's right and what's wrong and just be like, listen, you fucked up, Bruce. He can bitch slap the cowl off Batman. Like, Dad, why? Because, boy, you're fucking up. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because, and you can tell with Bruce's relationship with him that he respected him on the regard of, like, this is my this is my father. Right. Like even though he never as he's far as still, I know he's never physically said it, but like 
He no, treats I, him I, like that. No, I feel like he has said that. Before. He probably he has. Definitely, he probably, probably has said, in comics that I've, ne- he, I've never read. He's but like, definitely acknowledged Alfred as like, and probably spoken it as his father. Like, yeah. he didn't brought him back. That's he didn't lost his mind over that man. Sewing this man's he wounds. Right word. He didn't. When I tell you, Alfred took the super serum and whooped Superman out. Because he was what he was like. Yeah. You ain't gonna finna be whooping on my, my son. son. Nah, you thought you was. Matter of fact, you my son too. Yep. And the <laughs> way he treated everybody else that came in contact with Batman, right? Even all the sidekicks, all the people that bat. And like, I always loved about Alfred. Even like, if Batman trusted somebody to bring them into the into the fold, he still would always be like, hold up. He would have his guard Who up until is? he felt like it was right. He didn't just be like, since Batman said it's okay, it's okay. He'd be like, nah. Why are you letting these people up in the Batcave? Like, mm-hmm. what's good? I thought it was just going to be me, me and you up in here. Like, this ain't the vibes. And then at the same like, time, he stayed in his lane. Like, all right, you, mm-hmm. you got it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just, you know. He I'm never working. overstepped his bounds. This You want some tea with this crumpet, sir? Mm-hmm. All right. What you're doing is fucked up, but I'll still go get what you asked me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Like, shout out to Alfred Pennyworth. Like I said, like... He, he helped raise uh, Robin's back on, girl. Man. He probably helped just he helped as raise an emotional like just think of the times where you know Batman ridicule and chastise motherfuckers. You know Alfred was the one that was there picking people back up. Like listen, man, it's good. You're mm-hmm. gonna be all right. This is how Master Wayne is. You know, like you know how he do. He a hardcore motherfucker. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out. Being the Batman head that I am. I gotta give a shout out that was to good. Alfred Pennyworth. If anybody came to the scrap with Alfred Pennyworth. Come on, for sure. All you need to know is where it was at and what he need to bring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to you Alfred. You might have thought he was Batman. Bruh. Did Batman come to the fight? Nah. Just come around. It's the me. next best thing. <laughs> <laughs> Buff Alfred. It's a battery operated Batman. Being controlled by Alfred. No, 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 I don't No, Alfred came there buff as fuck. <laughs> He had a little bit of the uh, of the yeah. Bane serum. He said, no, he no, he no. He just did the. Oh, he just hit the weights. He did the weights. He hit, he. <laughs> he was hitting them clink clinks, and he ain't come through with no cape. He just came through with just the mask, yeah, the- with no shirt on. So he looked like Batman in Fortnite. That or Batman. Remember in Batman the animated series when he had to fight Raja Ghoul on the volcano? Yeah. Came just like that. Yeah, I came just like this. Yeah. And nobody didn't know oh. the difference until he took off his cow. I didn't, yo, I didn't, I did not going into this. I did not expect to have as much fun with this as we did. Like the dad gauntlet came yeah. out of nowhere, but like, yeah. I felt like it was extremely important for us to acknowledge something like this. You know, mm-hmm. like these dads have been here since we were kids. They helped raise. They are dads too. That's facts. They're definitely our dads to a degree mm-hmm. because I say it all the time. Like people don't give enough credit to, like media like movies and 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 tv and video games and the things that the lessons and values that they teach us because it's so easy to look at it as a source of entertainment so you see it as nothing but that but like buried deep within and for the people like us that live in this culture and Mm -hmm. be a part of these characters like we see all all the stuff that they're passing down and and the, the messages that they're trying to relay and i think it helped contribute to us being the type of parents that we are right 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 so you know like shout out to all the pop culture dads out there man can i can i can i I throw this out there real throw it out there you know who i and this might be the wildest shit ever oh i'm ready for you know i think is the wild who got who is the dad they got the wildest respect in the world who don't nobody know who this dude is or what he even looked like who ash Ash ketchup dad Dad. (gasps) 
how in the world because this is the thing like they respect him so much that they was like yo he went on a pokemon journey he ain't come back what yeah and then his dad and then his son was like you know what i'm gonna do the same thing that's you know what that's I'm valid go, my dad and then mind you ash knew his dad so in 10 of 10 years of his life ash knew his dad but knew that his dad went somewhere off to on a pokemon to be, yeah, journey to be a journey yeah. and and to be was, the very best and to to be a master who knows he might be the master who uh, know he might be always the, always the theorize i always theorize that uh ash's dad is bruno i'm dead no i ain't no <laughs> You, he looked like that man, bro. All right, all right. We'll we'll find out one day. Maybe they'll give it to us. Like I think that Ash's dad. I think it's gonna be a mystery forever. I think it will be. Maybe until. I just hope it's not Mister Mind. No. <laughs> I've seen the wild or Professor theory. Oak. I've seen a wild theory like that. I can I can accept Professor Oak, but I can't accept Mister Mind. That's that'd be a wild. I will only theory. accept this being Ash's dad and no other. <laughs> He has to be a wild master. Yeah, he has to be like one of the greatest at the ever. edge of a cliff. Yeah, and it got to be Ashton finally achieved his true potential, and it was like, well, you know, you the you the master now, but you got to go face the master. What you mean? Well, you know, the master is this, that, and the third. Catch him? Nah, just uh, what's up? What's another Ash? Let me see. Fight flames, flames, <laughs> flames, catch him. Yeah. <laughs> Or Thrash. Thrash yeah, catch him. You yeah. gotta go face Thrash catch him now. What? You talking about my dad? Yeah, he the master. Mm-hmm. He, on the, he on the serene cliff and he got a moat around him and he got all the different types of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his he got, gym leaders. He got like Arceus or something. And his gym leaders is all the Elite Four. Oh my God. Yeah, he the, the champions. He OP. He the champions of all of them. He OP. His, his starting six Pokemon. I, are, hope, I are, hope they eventually get to that because I, I really want to know who Ash Dad is. Yeah, that's the mystery that's been going to plague us for eternity. But how much? Even his wife was like, "Man, he went off on that Pokemon journey." She was like, "You she just ain't like even you. tripping." She not even tripping. She ain't never said nothing. She's just like, "You just like your dad. I love it." Like what? Word. Oh, he just like his father. Like he must his, have been. A, he must have been legendary. He must man Steelix. <laughs> what to say? He must have been whipping that Gyarados. Something. <laughs> One of those, bro. He must have been little baby Rayquaza on them. That playing mega form on the Black Rayquaza. <laughs> they call me Black Rayquaza. Oh my god. Mega form. Yeah, that has been the Dad Gauntlet. Shout out to y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. This has been to be continued. Yep. You know where to find us, pushstartmedianetwork.com. We got a whole yeah. lot more new content coming for you, including a new show. Mm-hmm. But we'll let y'all know a little bit more. About that in the coming weeks. Double Trigger, take us out of here, man. Okay. So, um, my arm is in a sling, but it's okay, though, because I got a new job. My new job is to oversee and facilitate that the champion, La Champion, right over here, you know, the she, piece to resist on. You she, know, 30 belts and, and one diamond in the back. Hello. Beats in y'all heads severely, breaking your neck. And your back, your neck, and your back, and your arm too, just like mine's. <laughs> it's okay though. I'm gonna heal. You not in both ways. See ya. Mm.